You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Hey, everyone. Hi. So we're having a really hard time with figuring out um, what to say after hello. So we thought maybe we would just dive right into the episode. I like it. I think we've got some good information tonight, some good stories, and why put that off any longer? Yes, let's just get into it. So, well, we're going to jump right in with our highs and lows. So, I'll go ahead and go first because I'm kind of excited about my highs. Um, I have been taking meetings, like actual work meetings, with grown-ups about work and using my brain, and it's been awesome. Um I'm trying to get back into work, as I've talked about in other episodes, and uh, it's a slow start with the move and everything and just kind of trying to rebuild my career. But I had a meeting today with one of my family friends who's also a realtor, and um, I've had a couple other meetings, too, in the last couple of weeks, and it's just been so nice to, like, get out there and use my brain with a grown-up. Yeah. I have Nora with me, and today at our meeting I mean it was over an hour and she just sat in my lap at the table and just like chilled while we were talking and it I mean obviously I'm not going to do that like with a brand new client but it's so nice to know that I can take her with me and I can be like a boss lady and a mom at the same time and I'm figuring it out and it's awesome but yeah great she is the best baby ever I'm so jealous and so happy for you. That's such a big relief. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to last. Like, she's pretty mobile right now, though, with crawling and stuff. And she she just likes to be held. So um, I think I'm lucky with that. And then my low also happened today. I mean, I feel like you guys have heard the story a thousand times, but I can't help but share it every time because it's just so, like, when am I going to learn my lesson? So She's been pooping so much recently. I don't know. I'm feeding her more solids, so obviously, but like I've been feeding her solids for a while. It's just the last couple days, like so much poop, like every single diaper. And I'm like, of course, it stops by the time Quentin gets home, though, my husband. And so it's like poop diapers (laughs) all day and then nothing when he gets home. (laughs) But anyway, so she had just pooped before my meeting. So I was like, okay, we're in the clear. I didn't check the diaper bag because. I was like, we're in the clear. It's like 10 minutes up the road. We'll be fine. No, she poops again in the car, blows out. So I show up to my meeting at the coffee shop, coming in hot as I do. And I'm just like, hey, good to see you. I got a situation. Got to go take care of this. Run back to the bathroom. She's like into this new thing where she grabs herself and the poops everywhere. And she's trying to grab it. And it just like, there's this other lady in the bathroom, like businesswoman, like, rolling up her sleeves like trying to chat with me about how cute my baby is well there's like shit like <laughs> flying around and uh long story short of the low I didn't have a backup pair of pants <laughs> because mm-hmm. I had a onesie so um we sat through that whole meeting with Nora in her onesie and a headband and yeah. so, you know uh, it's kind I of our thing it's nice weather out I think that's fair yeah, except for her little diaper was hanging out the sides of her onesie. How embarrassing <laughs> for her. 
But um, I think that's kind of our thing. Like every time I go to talk to somebody about real estate, she's going to blow out and show up with no pants. So I'm just going to own it. Uh, for her birthday, I'm going to get you guys some like rubber pants. Yeah. Uh, ten pairs so you can leave them all, <laughs> all in the car. I know. Well, I, I mean, I restock the diaper bag for backup clothes, and it's like I just go through them, and then I forget to restock it. So, I mean, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, that's that's my high and low. <laughs> you know, I actually just recently put a little, like, one of those shoebox-sized Rubbermaid totes in my car with backup clothes because I feel hmm. like this year with a four- and a five-and-a-half-year-old, we've had more, like, pee accidents than hmm. ever. So I have like extra clothes for both of them, a couple or an extra shirt for me and for Mike, just in case like we get puked on or something. That's a good idea. And I, then I have like the lid on, so it's all contained. It's all in there, socks and underwear and shirts and pants and whatever, and sweatshirts in case we forget a jacket. It's been so nice to have. And already, of course, we've gone through like half the stuff and I have to refill it, but. That's um, so smart though. Leave it in the car and forget about it until you need it. Yeah. Oh, genius. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. My high this week, um, my so Piper's been doing T-ball, and just I, this I don't know this week she has brought, just made me so proud. She gets out there. Usually she's like I don't know. She's always been a like a pretty girly girl, but she's also very like hard headed and str- like strong willed and stubborn. So I guess it's not that surprising, but. Um, just seeing her out there trying her hardest, like getting dirty, just no cares in the world and really focusing like that. Her first game, she was like in the outfield, standing there, like squatted down, glove ready, just looking so intense and like paying attention and really into it made me so happy. Like I got some really cute. I tried to get videos of her, but it's so hard because they're like way out there and I have to sit with her brother on the side. But um. It, it's just this is such a fun stage and watching her grow and try something new and be good at it and enjoy it has been just amazing like totally heartwarming adorable <laughs> that's so awesome and cute yeah. I could just picture her out there yeah oh so she um has been doing really well uh, and my low this week um is work related um I had a sudden like surge of embroidery and heat press orders which has been amazing and I have so much to talk about about that later on but um in the middle of all of these projects and I I had a deadline I went down to visit um some family this weekend and I was supposed to bring a sample of some um embroidery for them the of course like the day before our computer starts to crap out and I'm not I'm still not sure what's wrong with it exactly but it just was going so slow that you couldn't even move the mouse. Frustrating. Well, yeah. And my husband is the one that does most of the, um, like computer part, like, um, digitizing of the logos and everything on the computer. Like you cannot function on either of those things without a computer. So he was just on there, like deleting things, trying to back it up, which didn't go right. The first time, like try it again, a whole night situation. Um, I'm not sure what he did, but finally it's working a little bit better, but we've just been in like a really terrible stage of like being careful and cautious and panicking every time we have <laughs> a computer. So luckily I've gotten 
pretty much all of my like you know really time pressed um orders done but we have to we're gonna have to go buy another computer for sure or i've been looking at um getting a laptop anyways which will be good but like of course this is happening because I'm super stressed and have a ton of work to do. Yay for me. And oh crap, there something has to go wrong as usual. So that was um, stressful and definitely my low for the week. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. So that was my low and that whole process kind of led me into our discussion for today. Um, we thought it would be really nice to talk about knowing your worth. And especially as a business owner, it's so hard to like stand up for yourself, have that confidence and knowing, you know, what your time is worth, your effort, your knowledge, making sure that um, you're not getting taken advantage of. Definitely. Um, What do you. Yeah, no, that's that's a big thing. I think I mean, just as women running their own businesses in general just you know being able like you said standing up for yourself and just all of these little things that we do behind the scenes that just come so natural to us because we do all the things that we sometimes forget to take into account for what we're actually worth so um yeah we thought that we'd point do some pointers on knowing your worth yeah so this week this really became clear to me and I realized that it was a problem because with all of these orders, I was just finding myself spending a lot more time than I anticipated, a lot more money on supplies than I anticipated. And just kind of realizing like I am doing all of this hard work for like, you know, way less than minimum wage. And I just kind of had to sit back and reevaluate what I'm doing like am I doing this as a hobby am I doing this because I'm doing a favor for people no like this is what I want to do for a living so I need to make sure that I'm you know charging enough standing up for myself setting boundaries and that's I don't know I feel really good having done it so on my end I do I guess it would be retail and a service so I was like well you know am I charging enough for my services because I do something that not everyone can do. Not everyone has, you know, an embroidery machine or the knowledge to do that kind of stuff. That in itself is pretty valuable. And then I purchase, usually I purchase whatever item they're getting embroidered um, wholesale. So I need to be able to, you know, mark that up because I shouldn't, you know, just give it to everyone at cost and make sure to like, so far, I have been just kind of winging it, depending on on what the project is, which is great for the people that it's for, because I'm like, oh, that's tiny, it'll be real quick, you know, I'll just do like, you know, a couple bucks, no big deal. Well, it is a big deal. And sometimes, you know, I think that I'm usually spending more money on like vinyl for my heat press than I'm charging people. So instead of, you know, relying on my gut and kind of just making stuff up as I go more or less I decided to do some research because I have no idea what other people charge for that stuff I've never gone out and um 
like ordered custom embroidery before it's right. just something that I do now so I it, I went online and you can find on there um there's just so, of course so much information so I don't know why it's taking me so long but there's tons of information on there what the current going rate is per stitches what the current like retail markup is um some really great articles about you know, valuing your skills and your knowledge. It was so helpful. And um, Mike and I got to sit down and I kind of came up with like a price sheet. So he pointed out, he's like, you're just, you know why you're underbidding people so much, right? I'm like, why? He's like, because you're so afraid of rejection. I was like, oh yeah, I am yeah. such a people pleaser that yeah. I, you know, I'm just so nervous that I'm going to tell someone something that they think is too expensive. But at the same time, like, I am doing custom work. That's something that, you know, should cost more than something that you're going to find like at Walmart or whatever. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I feel really good about it. It gave me more confidence. It's, you know, hopefully going to um, set me up for a better business plan and reaching my goals. And I don't know if I feel like it took off that pressure that I always had every time someone asked, you know, for a quote on something. So that was a really big accomplishment for me this week. Yeah. It's hard to be a people pleaser and be in a service industry or run a business in general, because I mean, obviously you're pleasing them by giving them the service, which is why you're in that line of work to begin with. But then what are, you know, what are you getting out of it besides just like the pleasure of giving them what they want? And so, you know, just, Knowing your worth, sitting down and making a list of everything you do, like behind the scenes to try to explain it to somebody if they confront you. Or even if, you know, they're like, uh, I don't know, that seems like a little too much. You can show that list to them, explain to them everything you do. And then honestly, if that's if they don't like that and it's too much, the more that you say, OK, whatever, like on to the next person, the stronger your confidence is going to become and you're going to get more customers in the long run because you're going to be strong and confident and you are going to truly believe that you're worth what you're charging. And so I think people can kind of tell like when you're like, um, I charge $25 an hour question mark, you know? So if you are confident with it, like this is my price, they're going to feel more comfortable using you. Um, Excuse me. I've been in the service industry for a long time. I used to be a hairstylist um, for like 10 years, which is crazy to think I've done anything for 10 years. I'm old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but, you know, people would always be like, oh, it's just a haircut. You know, so many people can you just cut my hair for free. It's just a haircut. Like it takes, you know, half an hour. It's not that much, but it's like there's a lot more that goes into it than just the haircut itself. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, now being in real estate, you know, we don't get paid an hourly wage. Plus, we run our, I mean, I hang my license with a real estate firm, but we essentially run our own businesses as realtors. And so I don't get paid hourly. I have all of the cost and planning time of running a business. And, you know, we charge, we charge fees and we have to pay a lot of fees too, just to have our license. So, you know, a lot of times people don't understand like a realtor's commission. And I've had this conversation several times with clients, you know, 
taken me some practice and I'm still not very good at it. But I'm, you know, I try to pretend fake it till you make it and just kind of explain like, this is why I charge as much. I'm really good at what I do. You're going to want to go with somebody who charges more because you're going to get a better service in the end. Yeah. So yeah, my big, I guess my biggest thing on it is just the confidence that goes along with, with knowing it. And once you feel confident enough in what you charge, the money will just kind of flow in. Yeah. And you, one thing that I really liked about you with your business is you give your clients like a little folder with all the information about what you're doing for them, which I think is really helpful because especially with real estate, that's something that you don't do until you're an adult. And even then, like you do maybe a few times in your life and (laughs) it can be such an overwhelming, scary process. And so just to see on paper, like, everything that it entails and that you're going to take care of that for somebody makes, I mean, your worth is just out the window. Like, yeah, give me all your money because she's so yeah. good at it. It's so stressful. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it but, does help though. Like having that break, like look at all the things I'm going to do for you, you know? And I don't know, like in a business like yours, like you could do something kind of like that too. Like, I mean, I don't know if people would, that's the thing. There's so many things that I don't list that people don't understand. So it's like, I don't know how much people would understand like, oh, you're going to do this many stitches. Like that doesn't seem like that much work, but they don't know. You know what I mean? And, and and they don't know. That's why they're paying for the service, which is another reason why they should pay what you're worth, you know? Right. Exactly. That's why the thing that we've kind of settled on is more of like a mathematical situation. So you know, if you want me to like do up this custom design for you, it's per hour, like the price. So if it takes this long, that's how much it is. Or um, if you want me to order you some wholesale stuff, I have a percentage, so I can stand there with a calculator, you know, and give you prices. So I feel more confident, like it's not my fault that it's much. That's how much things cost. It's not. Yeah. Like, I'm just pulling these all out of my ass. Like it's a real thing it yeah just has given me a new confidence and yeah really helpful another thing is you know I often forget and I think it's a common thing for people in business to forget and maybe the longer you're in business it you know you get over this or maybe I'm just such a people pleaser that I think about this stuff but um when somebody's coming to you to purchase something no matter what it is your business is selling they know they're going to be spending money So they probably have a number in mind in their head that could be way higher than what you're thinking your scary number that you're going to tell them is. And Mm so, you know, just kind of remembering that they're coming to you. They're not expecting you to do them a favor. They understand you're a professional. So when you tell them what your price is, they should be okay with it. They're coming into this knowing that they're going to spend money. Right. Yeah. That's, that's another thing that, set me on this path is that um like my grandma was asking for some quotes for me from me um for some shirts and some hats and I was like so nervous I don't know because it's family you know to like and I'm like okay well you know it's gonna be this much she's like are you sure are you sure that seems a little low okay well I'll just I'll let you you know get back to me about that sometimes I was like oh well she has shopped around and she has experience with that and my family has a lot. I mean, my mom owns a retail store, so they would be a really good um, 
source of knowledge for me to ask about, which duh, I should do that. But um, just to hear her say that, I was like, oh, you know, that yeah. makes me feel good. Like, yeah, what I'm doing is worth more and other places would charge more. So why am I doing this for penny? Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's been my um, path this week, which I, I just thought was a really good topic to share because I'm sure there's a whole lot of um, jobs out there and businesses that you know can relate even just as like women and moms. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to stand up for yourself and know your worth and what you expect and what you're willing to do and not do. Yeah. That, um, at the same time, one kind of business tip that I've learned and it's been really, really awesome for me and I've gotten a lot of great feedback from it. So, you know, knowing your worth, but also knowing when it's okay to give something for free. Um, because you want people to trust you that you want people to know your business and have a positive, warm, fuzzy, trustworthy feeling when they think of your business. And so oftentimes I find myself, you know, giving out information to people that's going to provide them with some kind of value at no charge. So wrapping that up, hopefully you find out some good information from that. There are so many resources out there, no matter what your business or your job, if you want to um, find out what other people are like, charging, say, or other ideas for your business. I mean, just Google it. Like, yeah. I Googled cost of embroidery, and I got so much information and so many great articles, and it just set me on this really great, confident path. So, if you got questions, I mean, send us an email, like, let yeah. us know, message, message us. Um, or just know that there's definitely going to be resources out there. You're not, you know, the first one with these questions. Yeah. Connect, connect, connect with other strong women. And, um, also don't sell yourself short mamas. You are worth so much. And so you have to see that And for all of you stay at home mamas out there. I was on a little rage tangent the other day, thinking about all the things that I do and and this and that, like just as a stay at home mom when I'm not working. So I did some research on Google and I found this article. I found several articles, but I found one article from Forbes actually saying that the average household could not afford to actually pay the salary that a stay at home mom earns. And there was this entire breakdown. I think I'm actually going to post it in our Facebook group for you guys to see. Um, it'd be a little boring to listen to but there was this actual breakdown of each category that a stay-at-home mom does and what professional people in those fields how much they make annually and it was well over a hundred thousand dollars a year salary that technically if you crunch the numbers and compare it to other fields that a stay-at-home mom should technically be making so yeah it's it's awesome. It's, it's insane. So know your worth as a stay-at-home mama, too, because just because you're not technically bringing in a paycheck, you're killing it, and you are doing the most important job out there. So keep keep killing it, mamas. Yes. Yeah, I have found myself a lot. Um, I don't always bring up that I do embroidery since it's such a small part of, you know, my life. I do it as a side business right now, but um, I have found myself so many times saying, oh, I just stay home with my kids. No, uh, no, you do not just stay home. Like that is the heart. Oh, it's so hard. I have found it 
to be helpful to know my boundaries and my limits. Like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. I have been busting my ass this week doing so and so and keeping the kids alive just in general. Keeping them alive is so, like, being healthy. So sometimes, you know, if you need that break, ask for it. If you need some help, ask for it. You know, if you need to, like, yeah, take some time or whatever it is take a night off of cooking, order pizza, don't feel guilty about it. Whatever you need to do, just know that you are doing an amazing job. You deserve all the things for, you know, raising the next generation. And hope you know that you are appreciated. Yes, so, so much. Um, and while we're doing all the things, a lot of, a lot of the time we end up being hot mess moms. So <laughs> that's going to just slide us right into our next little segment here and we have some hot mess mom stories to share with you guys so do you want to go first mickey sure so okay um so we live on a pretty on a busy highway um it's like 50 miles per hour it's out in the county but between like two towns so it's you know pretty busy and we don't have a fence in our front yard our house is pretty close to the road we're trying to which our driveway to go in the front because right now uh, it used to wrap around the back of the house. I really want to like start that division, but now there's no fence. There's um no yeah no fences anywhere. Just we hang out in the backyard and try to keep everyone up there. But um I also have an 11 year old dog. He's a Jack Russell Peyton. Um my first child. I don't know what it is about UPS trucks specifically UPS trucks. every time they drive by the house he can like hear them coming and he loses his shit and runs along the you know in the house or on the deck we can um, lock him on the deck with the, we have gates um, he just goes crazy and barks and barks and barks running at them like they're all coming to attack us multiple times a day because there's a UPS like station down the road from us that's it <laughs> concrete trucks like dairy trucks everything go by and it's just UPS which is the weirdest thing but so I got home from Hobby Lobby the other day and I was like unloading some things that I bought and the dog was outside with me and he doesn't like run out into the road or anything like I don't have to worry about him when we're out there I don't leave him by himself but he just hangs out in the back with us he's a pretty smart guy well I'm unloading my car and the UPS truck pulls up. And so Peyton was out in the field, like going to the bathroom, smelling stuff, sees him, starts barking. I hear him like barking, not his normal bark, but his like savage, rabid dog bark and come running. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I'm like, Peyton. And I drop my handful of stuff and he ran right past me. He's like grease lightning. There's no way I could catch him. But so I'm like, Peyton, Peyton. <laughs> like, screaming this frantic, wild one. <laughs> Just imagining him because he's also a big chicken. So I'm like, oh, he's going to run up to that guy. Not, I mean, he's not going to run up and bite him. He's like way too scared to get close to him. Like he's going to get scared and run around that truck and go right into the road. And like just his life flashed before my eyes. I am screaming, (laughs) running after him. Luckily he went up and barked and like came back a little bit so I could grab him. But I must have looked insane. And he was probably like kind of scared that I was (laughs) running at him. The dog was running at him. Like he was going to get his ankles bit or something. (laughs) I like grab the dog and I carry him and I just like 
oh, turn around. And I'm like, thank you. And I just go in the house. Like, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, sweating and stressed and mad at the dog and scared that he was going to, like, die. <laughs> all the time. I can just night. picture you, like, running so dramatically. <laughs> yeah, like, just, yeah screaming like he couldn't hear me or something uh, yeah it was it was bad so i hope that guy asked to get his route switched or something <laughs> never want to see him again and he just like walked part way up the driveway and like just set the box down and turned around and walked back i'm like just leave it dude i don't even blame you get out of here <laughs> He just leaves them at, like, the very end of your driveway from now on. Just, like, I'm not even messing with that. We'll just slow down and chuck it out there. Don't buy any china. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) Um, My whole life is a hot mess mom moment, I feel (laughs) like. I just feel like I'm always... My, like, new phrase used to be, I gotta get my shit together. My new phrase is coming in hot. I just come in hot everywhere I go. Just, like, so (laughs) frantic. (laughs) Um, But, let's see. I I have a few moments. I guess I, my, I'll kind of follow suit with the dog thing. Um, I took Hefe and Nora on a walk this morning. And I like to take... I like to try to at least do one walk a day um, for all of us. It's good to get outside, but this morning it wasn't that hot yet, and we were going to be busy later today, so it was like perfect time. I only had one cup of coffee today because we ran out of coffee. That alone should be like said and done hot mess moment. Like, who runs (laughs) out of coffee? My God. So my husband was nice enough to leave me the last cup. We use like a Keurig thing. So had the last cup of coffee. was not awake enough to be going out in public on this walk um I should have just never went so I just started um being able to push Hefe or I'm sorry push Nora in the stroller while walking Hefe next to it before I would always just wear her in the baby carrier when I walked him but she's just getting too heavy for that and so I'm getting it down to be able to like do them both while walking and um Hefe is usually pretty good on the leash, but he he's going through this thing right now where when he sees other dogs, he gets super, super excited. And he gets, like, frustrated that he's on the leash. And so he, like, pulls and tries to get to them, like, more than normal. He's, like, it's, like, a whole thing, like, leash aggression. I don't know. Uh, or leash frustration. So <clears throat> we've been working on it. But this morning we were walking past... I forgot that there's these like three little tiny dogs that yip at their fence every time we walk past. So we're walking past. I forgot to cross the street. So Hefe is pulling like crazy to get to these dogs through the fence. And he's a 60 pound dog, super strong, way stronger than me. So I'm trying to control him with one arm, push the stroller with the other arm. I don't know why there were so many other people outside because it was like pretty early in the morning, but there's people like out in their driveways. And so I have to go in front of the stroller and like push it. I wish you guys could see me like, like pull it, pull the stroller with one arm. And it's like sliding all over the sidewalk. You can't just pull it straight because it's a jogging stroller. And he's pulling with this other arm and I'm like yelling like, damn it. Like I'm like, screaming at him 
trying to like keep it together. It was so embarrassing. Whatever. We made it through that part. So then we stop because he has to poop, of course. So I bend over to clean up his dog crap. And my sunglasses <laughs> are a little bit too big for me. They're super stretched out. Fall <laughs> off of my face. And they land questionably close to the dog poop. Like, like I'm not sure if they were in it. But, like, they were close enough that, like, they probably were in it. And I just don't want to admit it. <laughs> I had no makeup on and I was so tired. I picked up the poop and I took a deep breath and I picked up the glasses and I put them back on my face. <laughs> and I kept on walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Yep, so. <laughs> so uh, that was my super hotness yeah. moment this morning people are probably like oh my gosh we have a crazy new neighbor i don't know <laughs> that's awesome and gross and hilarious and the, everything <laughs> that is everything yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was a lot a few other things happened too but i we can just leave it at that <laughs> it just was not a good morning <laughs> so yeah feeling pretty messy over here <laughs> That you won't forget um, to cross the street again over there. Yeah, uh, I know. Are... I normally have it down. I don't know. We got to, yeah, I don't know. But we're working on it. But a couple other things we're working on for you guys are some fun uh, things in our Facebook group. So if you haven't checked it out yet, it's just on Facebook, just Boss Ladies and Babies. And we are going to be doing a really fun giveaway in our Facebook group and on Instagram. So stay tuned for that. Um, You'll win a custom design from Nikki. Yeah, sure. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. But you have to go see it. I'm not going to tell you what it is on here. Go see it on Facebook. Yes. So we'll be posting that in the next um, day or so. Um, and in the meantime, I hope all you mamas have a happy Mother's Day. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be your first Mother's Day with her like out. In the- I know. I know. I'm so excited to like be part of the club. Like it feels yeah. so special. <laughs> well deserved day of celebration. Hopefully, Quentin gets you some new sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses and rubber pants for nora okay okay sorry just to circle back really quickly here i just you know had the realization it was yesterday i think that most of adulthood is cleaning up other people's shit yeah so dog shit human shit cat shit and can we talk about um smelling things like (laughs) I clean my kids rooms and I like don't even think about it and I find myself picking up socks are these dirty oh god yes they are like my five-year-old has the nastiest stinkiest feet after school now she has gym and stuff 
horrible. So I'm like, wow, I don't have to like put my face in it. I could have smelled them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this puke or poop? Is this like, are these socks clean or dirty? Who even knows? Just constantly, I thought that I'd be done with it after diapers. Like, oh, did you pee or poop? No, just always smelling and dealing with other people's bodily everything. It's disgusting. And <laughs> we are amazing for it. Yeah, so happy Mother's Day and adulthood is shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where can can people find us? Let's uh, give some shout outs to our grams. Can head on over and follow our boss ladies page if you want to hear more from us, which you should because we are pretty hot mess all the time on there. But it's just at boss ladies and babies on Instagram. Yep, my um, personal blog is Fixer Ups and Sippy Cups, and um, you can follow my embroidery adventures over at Piper's Designs and Embroidery. And then if you want to see more behind the scenes for my real estate business, you can follow me at Keeping It Real Estate 360. 